Okay, we are back. We're back. Hello. 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 Welcome and welcome back to the Elevated Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa. I'm an empath coach and energy reader. You are joining. If you are just now joining, first of all, welcome. Welcome. You're joining a community of elevated empaths who embrace their duality, harness their empathic superpowers, and live consistently from their authentic soul energy. I am so glad that you're here. Thank you for being here today. Oh, goodness. On the podcast, we are talking about animal communication. I am so excited to talk about this. It's a long time coming. All right. We're going to talk about it today. But first, some updates. First of all, listen, I am sick of getting censored. (laughs) I'm sick of getting censored and sick of sick of spelling sex S3 X S E G G S whatever or getting censored for talking about masturbation. Okay, so I decided to take action and I signed up for OnlyFans. You heard that right. Lisa, the elevated empath is on OnlyFans, but she's not going to post nudes. Okay, get your mind out of the gutter. She is just going to post exclusive photos, clips, and sex talks that are a little edgier that I can't talk about on traditional social media. And so it's going to get it's going to get feisty. It's going to get naughty, but in not too naughty. Like I'm not going to do like visually naughty things. I'm going to be talking about naughty things. Okay. So go subscribe. The link will be below. The link will be in my link tree. Go subscribe. It's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a fun time. Some other updates. I wanted to let you know that I have one one-on-one coaching spot open right now. If you're interested in one-on-one empath coaching with me, we dive into uncovering your roots, your limiting beliefs, and we work together to rediscover and rewrite your beliefs and your authentic beliefs and your authentic soul energy, which then naturally leads to manifesting your ideal life. I also do Akashic Records readings. If you're interested in communicating with your spirit team and getting any answers that you have or any answers to the questions that you have about your soul, your soul's purpose, your past lives. If you haven't listened to the podcast episode about the Akashic Records, I highly recommend it to just learn more about what the Akashic Records are and animal communication readings for a soul connection to your pet. And we're going to talk about those today. You can learn more about all of my offerings at lisabtag.com, L-I-S-A, B as in boy, T as in Tom, A-G.com. I also launched two instant downloadable PDF guides, Elevate Your Empathy, which includes my four-step process that I use in one-on-one coaching. And it just helps you release any pressures from your external world and helps you call back your energy. And the other one is spiritually syncing with your cycle guide. Say that times 10 times fast. And it's all about how to spiritually connect with your menstrual cycle and how to work with your body instead of against it. I found that it was so helpful for me to work with my body instead of against it. And that comes with 
syncing with your cycle. And I am going to do a whole podcast episode about cycle syncing. Both of those guides are $33. If you purchase them both, you can get them at a discount for $55. Today, as promised, the long-awaited podcast episode about animal communication. It's where it all started for me. Okay, I'm excited to get more back into my roots of animal communication. And we're going to talk about what to expect in a reading for your animal, some common questions I get, and all of that. Uh, Don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, follow, write a review, do all the things, and write in to tell me what you think about this episode and what you'd like me to talk about next. Let's get into it. As promised, here is the episode in the blog that you've all been waiting for. Animal communication. I know what you're thinking, Lisa. Why haven't you talked about animal communication in a while? Well, I've been navigating animal communication with my own golden doodle, Jasper, for a few months. And I have been a little less keen on talking about it just because I'm practicing it every waking moment. (laughs) But no fear, it's here. I'm going to talk about 101 animal communication on the podcast, answer some common questions, and talk about my experience reading with the wonderful pets that I have read with. Oh, they're just wonderful. My favorite clients. No offense to my human clients. But they're just wonderful. So let's talk about where it all started. So... Animal communication was where my psychic abilities and my connection to spirit actually started. So I started reading for animals first, and then I decided later on to read humans as well. So it's about time we go back to my roots. And I was formally trained on how to telepathically communicate with animals, but I had been doing so a long time before then naturally, you know, I was instinctively drawn to dogs in particular. I like to think that they all knew me in the neighborhood because they all loved speaking to me and I felt a similar draw. So since then, I've read dozens of animals who like to show me their favorite toy, their favorite snack, their best friends, their fears, their desires, everything. They've undoubtedly challenged the way that I perceive my world and our connection with our animals. They've always shared a valuable lesson for their human and for me as well. In these stories, I've learned the wise lessons that these animals have shared and I've applied them to my life. And if you get a reading, you'll be able to apply them to your life as well. I've also seen that this nonverbal energetic communication actually helps us understand them, give them a voice, and strengthens our connection with them. So how do you get trained in animal communication? How does that happen? So let's go back. I met Jamie, my teacher, when I was 21. I was working in my first job out of college. And she actually came to do a Reiki session at my company. I worked at one of those like really hip, cool, female focused companies that had like Reiki's come in for team activities, you know, and she was just, you know, such a light and I had never really been around someone like that. She was so easy to connect with. She actually sold me my first essential oil. I had no idea what they were or why people use them. 
I had no idea what a Reiki or energy work was or what it looked like, but I was open to it. I was open to it all. So she came to do an event for our company, do many Reiki sessions on, you know, everybody in the office. And even at the end, she performed Reiki on the office dog. And he had, the dog had told her how much he loved pretzels and how he saw the office as this rainbow carnival type of place that he loved coming to. So she could read dogs and most animals intuitively and communicate with them telepathically. And we were just so amazed and fascinated by her. She had just had this natural loving talent of connecting with them. So years go by, years go by. And after I worked at three other jobs enrolled and dropped out of law school at 9 p.m. before classes were going to start, I saw that Jamie was hosting a class on animal communication, teaching her techniques, how to read animals, and how she read that office dog that day. And I felt pulled to this because of my love for animals and just my pure fascination with this intuitive, nonverbal communication. So this class is where it all started. So with her, I learned this animal communication through a lineage started by Lydia Hibby, the queen of animal communication. I was drawn to this telepathic psychic work the same way that you probably are right now listening to this podcast. Is this real? How can these people telepathically communicate with animals? Can really anyone do this? And... I, it's like, can I, I can hardly see my room when I wake up in the morning. How can I see beyond the physical plane? That's how I felt going into this. So when I walked into Jamie's training, I understood that everyone could see beyond the physical plane and everyone connect can connect to this oneness, the Akasha, and connect to another life form. I felt I had something unique to share with animals and mostly it's my obsessive love for dogs <laughs> And cats too. I like cats too, but dogs are where, you know, the passion is. I didn't know that I was going to actually be able to see, hear, know, and feel what these animals would be communicating with me in our conversations. So in my training, we read Jamie's dog, this pity mix. And when we were reading him, we just would silently write down the answers that we were channeling. And then we compared answers. Yellow ball pool, back right molar, little brunette girl, all these like random things we were like coming to. We all had the same answers to the questions that we asked this dog. I was amazed. We all had this gift of channeling some form of communication with him. And so after studying with Jamie and reading dozens of animals over my time, I can verify that it's absolutely real and anyone can connect to their psychic abilities as long as they trust their psychic powers. And I think it's helpful to work with somebody who's, who does training so that you can get that validation and just organize those downloads. It's helpful to work with someone. It still tickles me every time when I get responses from pet owners like, how did you know that? So it's my favorite. Understanding my gifts. So quick 101 about the clairs. There are the six clairs of psychic abilities. Clairvoyance, the ability to see. Clairsentience, the ability to feel. Claircognizance, the ability to know. Clairaudience, the ability to hear. Clairaliens, the ability to smell. 
Claire Gustin's the ability to taste. We have all of these abilities and some just are more resonant than others. So for me, I can tap into each one, but my strengths are in my clairsentience and my claircognizance. Sometimes I get visuals for animals. I tend to be a lot more uh, clairaudience because their hearing is so more attuned. So I get a lot more messages in my hearing when I work with animals as opposed to humans, which is interesting. So the best way to figure out which is your strength is to think about a trip that you've gone on. So what do you remember about that trip? Do you remember what you saw, what you heard, what you felt, what you knew, what you tasted, what you smelled? So those are the typical, those are typically the clairs that you connect with the most. So since animals have that higher sensitivity to hearing, I just hear louder noises or my hearing just gets really amplified when I talk to animals as opposed to humans. And I feel their emotions a little bit more um, because I don't get as many like English Ver like language answers. I see more pictures with them. I get more feeling. It's like the way that you're experiencing the world as an animal as opposed to a human. So as a human who used to get cynical from time to time about this stuff, I don't really get that cynical anymore. It's funny, but it's it, it was something that I would doubt occasionally, which is just the ego brain stepping into the p picture. And once I would let that hesitation and that doubt go, my reading is spot on. That knowledge comes through my awareness and my gifts just strengthen. So my human rational brain just has to get out of the way. And that's just something I encourage you to do sometimes. Sometimes that human rational brain just needs to step aside especially when it comes to this type of communication. Shockingly, I actually grew up pretty fearful of dogs, which is so crazy, and then grew to love them, and then grew to love them beyond what was humanly possible. And now I feel like I always fear that I'm going to like get in a car accident because I was looking at a dog for too long. That's just how it goes sometimes. <laughs> so what can you, when you get a reading with me, what, this is a little bit of what to expect. What can you ask in a reading for your pet? You can ask just about anything that you're curious to know about your pet. And I can offer some energy healing information about their physical bodies. We can open their ak Akashic records as well and talk to their spirit team and what they're thinking and feeling and why they behave a certain way. And my favorite what they're doing when you're not around. So some questions that you can ask in a reading. Um, what does your home look like? What does your yard look like? Who are your friends? What makes you happy? What makes you unhappy? What's your favorite toy? What do you like to do when I'm not around or when I'm not home? What is your favorite food? How are you feeling in your body? How is your physical body? How can we make you feel safe? What are your past lives? Is there anything that we can do to improve your life? And what was your life like before we met? So that's a lovely question for rescue animals. I've had, I've heard some really amazing stories about the animals' lives before they've met their current owner. So stories that often the rescue or adoption center won't know or won't say. 
So through this reading, you can find out your pet's life before you met them, which is so, it's one of my favorites. And that's when I read rescue animals, it's the best question to ask because it can just shed some light on their experience before they met you. Maybe if they have any like behavioral things towards certain types of people, just getting a better understanding for why that's happening. When should I book a reading for my pet? So it's really any time you feel like you need answers from them. When you feel their energy is a little off or you just feel simply called to connect with them in a deeper way. In my readings, I create a very safe space for your animal to communicate whatever they need for, you know, which will create a bond between you and them and help you understand their behaviors. And if there's anything that you need to communicate to them, we can also do that and I can be the channel for that and I can communicate with them. I can work with them on behavioral issues and just get to understand them a little bit better and then maybe just try to adjust some things in their life that'll make their lives a little bit easier. So in the case of behavioral issues, it's really a reading is really great if you need to negotiate a behavioral change um, or do anything like that. So what changes will you notice after a reading? With animal communication, I can negotiate those behavioral changes for them or just get clarity on why they're behaving a certain way. I I also provide you with the tools so that you can communicate with them. You can continue this form of communication with them after the call. Animals are actually used to communicating with us through telepathy. They actually are very psychic on their own. And they communicate often through pictures and that telepathic communication. So you would be communicating with them in a way that they respond to naturally. So in a reading with me, I will teach you on how to communicate with your specific animal in a way that they prefer and will respond to the best. So like any other energetic being, animals are in constant communication with us our body language, eye contact, vocality, and emotion. They deeply understand when they've done something wrong, and they understand they're human on a deep energetic level. So you have to wonder, why is my pet disobeying me? Why are they peeing in my house when they know they're not supposed to? Why are they barking at me with no apparent reason? Why are they giving me sass and not listening to me? Why are they behaving so strangely? Strangely, All questions that you can absolutely ask in a reading and just get some more clarity on. The answers might be more complex than you think. There might be some more complexity to those answers. And so a reading is really great for that. So what have I learned about animals as an animal communicator? They really have so much love and admiration for us. It's so funny. Like people will come into a reading and be like, does my animal love me? Do they like me? And I'm like, of course they love you. And then I get to tell you that they love you, but not only that, how they see you. And it's often this, they see you as this like, shiny gold light, depending on your aura, they see you as this really bright being. They like, think about it from their perspective. 
they're living with a species that is quote unquote more evolved than them. They have thumbs, they feed us, they love us, they accept us. If we lived with a species like that, like we would be so in admiration and in love with them. So think about it from their perspective. Of course they love you. They think that you're so magnificent. Sometimes I catch Jasper looking at me and like admiring me. And I'm like, are you admiring me right now? (laughs) So it's, I know, like, I used to think that that was a silly question, but I, now that I have Jasper, I understand it. And sometimes I'm like, I don't know if he loves me, but they do. And they have, they see you in such an interesting way. And so if you get a reading, you can get a really good understanding of how they feel about you, how they feel about other people in their lives, how they feel about the really annoying neighbor. You know, you can ask about anyone and how they feel about them. If we were to open the records, we can connect to your pets, masters, teachers, and loved ones, their spirit team and get to know their spirit team and their past lives and their soul's purpose and everything like that. If you get a reading with me, you can do like a combo of both or you can do one or the other. Basically, animal communication is just me directly talking to them and their spirit. Opening their records would be me talking to their spirit team. So getting more kind of a bird's eye view on their soul as opposed to talking to them directly. I would say open the Akashic records if you need some like health information or just things that maybe the dog or the animal individually won't really know the answers to, if that makes sense. They also just have this like really deep understanding and awareness of the world. So it was interesting. I actually did a lot of readings when COVID hit and it was just a time everyone was like, okay, I guess we're going to just get a reading. You know, we have some time, we'll get a reading. And I just had like a lot of animal communication readings during that time. And they all had a very deep under understanding of what was going on. They, on a more of a soul level, they had this understanding that this is all part of the bigger picture of our world and why our humans were staying inside more. And they also, they had that under understanding, but they also, a lot of animals I were, I was noticing had a little bit of anxiety and they were just taking on that on from their owners for the most part. So animals are extremely empathic beings as well. And they take on our energy. So a good thing is to, if you're ever wondering how to kind of work with your animal or raise their vibration, meet them with love and acceptance. Meet yourself with love and acceptance. It raises your vibration and naturally raises the vibration of the people and the animals around you. They have a really deep understanding of their soul's purpose. So if that's certainly something that you can ask in a reading what their soul's purpose is, you can ask if you've had any past lives with your animal. I'm going to take a shot here and say that you probably have had past lives with them and you reincarnate with the saint, your pets, of course, over and over again. So it's really fun to ask what past lives you've had with your animal 
and to look at that energy and what you're learning in this life together, what you've learned in past lives together, and their purpose in being in your life now. They also love, they also have a very deep understanding of how to love unconditionally, of course. And they just see love in a very different way. So it's really interesting and each animal has kind of a different way of explaining it and articulating that. So I'm sure that your pet has a very interesting way of how to articulate love and how they see love and how they see dislike for other people. And it's funny, each animal has a very distinct personality. And I know you're thinking like, okay, yeah, of course they do. But when I communicate with them, I'll open the conversation and be like, she's a little bit of a sassy girl, isn't she? (laughs) Or something like that. And the owner is like, yeah. (laughs) So it's fun to kind of get a very clear picture of their personality. If you might feel like, I think I have a good idea of their personality, but like, what is it actually? How does it kind of look like if they were a human is kind of how I like to look at it. So expressing that love and that compassion and the trust will naturally elevate our vibration and then the vibration of those around us. So naturally, when we raise our vibration, when we elevate our our vibration, we can elevate the vibration of our pet. And so the way that you can do that is, you know, meeting any annoyance with love and respect, with gratitude, with trust, with safety. They love when we meditate near them. That's a big thing is meditate near, meditating near them. Or if you meditate and they come near you and lay next to you, that's very common because they know that energy. They see that energy and they want to be near it. When we feed them affirmations, I do this with Jasper all the time. You might have seen it on social media, but I feed Jasper affirmations. I put affirmations in his water. So what do I tell him? I, say, I tell him, you're smart you're handsome, you know all the tricks, you know how to do everything, you never pee or poop inside, you only pee and poop outside, you're handsome, you have the best fur, you have the best walk, you have the best tongue, the best nose, the best ears, the whole thing, okay? (laughs) So affirming is a really great way and they they understand those affirmations, they feel that energy and they, they respond to it really well. And from that, you can manifest better behavior. So you can kind of affirm that they don't pee or poop inside. They only pee and poop outside. And that just naturally manifests better behavior. And this has actually worked with Jasper very well. If you are interested in watching some of the stories about my readings in the past, I have a highlight on my Instagram with some of my adorable clients and the hilarious stories from their readings. I talk about just every single kind of little nugget of information that they've given that they've given me. This is kind of like OG if you remember if you've been with me for a while, this is OG Lisa posting on Instagram talking about all my wonderful pet clients. Another thing that I can work on with your pet on. So this one of the stories in my highlights was this golden doodle who would bark or get nervous with whenever there were sounds crossing by her front door. The communication I got from her was that she felt unsafe. She felt that those noises were going to like come into her house. So what I did was communicate to her that she is safe in her house 
and she's safe when her parents aren't there and she's safe in that apartment. No one's going to come in, all of that. And over time, the barking had actually improved a lot. And I told the owner to continue this communication with her, continue in a certain way that worked best for her. And it helped her a lot. So it's things like that you can just kind of work with them on and negotiate with them and find out why they're behaving this way. It's just a really good way to connect with your pet and understand why they behave a certain way. That's animal communication. Let me know if you have any questions about animal communication. I'll try to do another episode talking more about animal communication. Any questions that you have. So write into me and let me know. And yeah. How do we feel about animal communication? It's really fun. And it's a really beautiful way to connect with your pet. You'll feel so connected with them after. And when you start to incorporate that type of communication with them, they just naturally respond so respectfully and so in love. And it's just a really great way to connect with your pet and get a better understanding of them. So the link will be in the description below to book a reading for your pet. It's a great way to connect with them and make them feel safe and heard and all of those things. And I feel really lucky and blessed to be able to create that safe space for them to communicate what they need and what they want. So if you want to watch some more stories about my readings in the past, I have a highlight on Instagram of my adorable clients and you can go check that out. So let me know what you thought. What do you think about animal communication? I want to know. And you can find me on TikTok and Instagram. You know the drill at The Elevated Empath. And go check out my offerings at my website, lisabtech.com, to learn more about empath coaching, Akashic Records readings, animal communication readings. Subscribe to this podcast, like this podcast, follow, share, write a review, do all the things. And I hope you feel so elevated. I'll see you next time.